Good evening. Bees swarming, termites excavating, maggots feeding off a corpse. These are all examples of a phenomenon referred to as the collective mind. Now, as far as we can ascertain, it is confined mainly to insects and perhaps a few species of fish and birds. But supposing it was not, imagine if humans were capable of the same thing. And who knows, perhaps they are an ocean that inspired tonight's story. The three judges whose task it was to preside over the order of the immortal children of tomorrow had listened patiently to the evidence given by the defendant in mitigation of his actions. And after conferring for almost an hour, they had reached their conclusion. The most senior of the trio donned a black cap then addressed the quivering man in the dock. You just, he began, then continued. You have been found guilty of betrayal, a capital crime that demands a capital retribution. It is the order of this court that you shall be taken from here and transported to a place of execution where you shall perish at the hands of the order. The degree absolute is to be enforced without mercy. On hearing these words, the man at once was seized with an uncontrollable terror and became hysterical. So hysterical, in fact, that he had to be beaten unconscious in order to be silenced. When he came to, he was lying on a large platform in the center of a great hall. He looked around and saw that the tiers of seats that surrounded him were almost all occupied. The faces of those sitting ablaze with hatred and loathing. His terror was now all the more manifold because he knew what to expect. He had, on more than one occasion, occupied one of those seats himself. Oh, horror of horrors. What can I expect? What fiend will be conjured from the realms of hell to dispatch me? He thought as he cringed beneath the beam of the spotlight that betrayed his position. He could feel the air around him thickening as the evil began to manifest itself. His heart was thumping and his breathing labored as he realized that a miracle was not going to happen and that he was going to die. A bluish-red hue now inhabited his surroundings and an alien breeze blew across the desolate terrain he was now standing on. Long shadows of hideous form danced before him, brushing him now and then and searing his flesh. Time and time again, he cried out in pain as invisible yet not intangible claws and teeth raked his limbs, cutting his flesh to the bone. And this was nothing more than a preamble of what was to come. The first indication of its presence was a sickening stench, not unlike rotting fish flesh. He could feel its rancid breath as it perused him, yet he could not see it. It had not materialized fully. He screamed in pain as something wrenched at his shoulder. 
he turned his head and saw his right arm hanging uselessly by his side. A few bits of grisly sinew were all that connected it to his torso. It did not bleed, and due to his state of shock, he would feel no pain for a while. He could see a form taking shape now. It was tall and bulky, huge three-digit hands, sporting razor-sharp talons, swung wildly through the air, cutting it with a loud hiss. Then suddenly, it was there, a freshly created demon, the latest product of the collective mind. Minutes ago, it had not existed. Now, it would never die. Those huge hands gripped him by the shoulders, and that hideously unmerciful face stared down at him. He heard his flesh ripping, then he saw the thing holding his entire skin in its fingers. He looked down at himself and saw his blooded and torn muscles barely covering his bones. He looked like something from a butcher's shop window. The thing lurched forward, grabbed his legs, tore them off at the knees, and cast them into the audience, initiating a thunderous round of applause. It came again, this time removing his wounded arm. Then it used the limb as a club and began to beat him about the head and body, smashing his jaw at the first stroke and scattering his teeth. Claws tore into his abdomen, gripped his intestines, and dragged them free before a titanic foot stumped them into a mash. And so it would go on until all that remained of huge ass was a pool of gore and a few fragments of bone. The collective mind would have its unspeakable retribution, as it always had, as it always would, so that the immortal children of tomorrow can take their places in the new world order. You have been listening to Uncle Paul. I shall return again at the same time next week.